Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, family? It's been too long. I missed you. We missed you. I'm not going to lie. We were off on Friday. We desperately, desperately wish we were here with y'all, but we appreciate you tuning in. You could be watching any show. You're watching Speak. Shady, what you sipping on, big dog? Tea. Tea. Sipping on tea. <laughs> Shady <laughs> sipping on tea. Farhan, Slick Rick Dubuque, how you feeling, man? Feels a little maudlin today. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it feels the something's coming to an end. I, I can't put my finger on what it is, but something, something is <laughs> yeah. coming to an end. Finale. Uh, I'm ignoring Several that. shows have ended recently. Yeah. Oh, well, that, it could be that. I, I left it open. It's purposely. the only thing. What it's did I say? Slick Rick Buecher, that is Dr. Joy at Taylor. This is Eagles all-time Russian leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. And this is Speak. Let's get to it. Something I found incredibly interesting I can't keep from you any longer. Aaron Rodgers. He said some peculiar words. I'll set it up for you, however. We know he's been living his best life. He's in New York now with the Jets. He actually attended the Tony Awards yesterday with his teammate CJ Uzoma, but get this. Yesterday, he had some quotes. He said it's pretty clear he's in a good mood. Take a listen. We had some good team dinners and uh, a lot of hangout times. So that was good, but the on-the-field stuff was really important as we start to work through some of the uh, adjustments and signals and just kind of being the other voice in the room with, uh, with Hack. Uh, in the installs and in the QB room. The last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while. So it's fun to come to work and be excited about what we're doing. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm so glad to have y'all with us. I'm equally as glad to have the people to my right and to my left with me. Aaron Rodgers, he's the most intriguing storyline of all sports, in all the sports, particularly the sport of football. Aaron Rodgers will have a large say-so, whether positively or negatively for himself, but the rest of the league on who will win the Super Bowl this year. You're going to, at some point in time, have to deal with the Jets, and the Jets are going to have to deal with you in the AFC. So this is a huge story. Shady, here is why I am intrigued. Okay. I truly have no response of my own. I'm more interested in yours. But Aaron Rodgers said it's the most fun he's had in a while. I don't know if I like fun, Aaron Rodgers. The best Aaron Rodgers we have seen as of late is vindictive Aaron mm. Rodgers. Mm. Packers draft Jordan Love. Oh, I'm going to show y'all. I want my revenge. Oftentimes we say this about great artists. Their best music comes after a heartbreak or a breakup. I don't want happy artists. I don't want happy R&B singer. I want R&B singer that just went through a little bit of relational turmoil. That's when they produce their best work. I could draw That's a similar parallel to Aaron Rodgers. Happy Aaron Rodgers don't produce results. Mm. I'm upset. 
I'm a little ticked off Aaron Rodgers produces the greatest results. I'm confused by the quote. Shady, you unconfuse me, please. What do you make of Aaron Rodgers saying it's the most fun I've had in a while? I, I love it. I love it. I truly do. I mean, let's take you back years. And, and you from Texas? Yes, sir. Texas, right? Smell that football, the grass. And the coach says, go out there, play hard, and have fun. Have fun, Joey Taylor. I love when I see this from Aaron Rodgers. He's been in a place, I think, with Green Bay where it's up and down. You see the motion, he's happy, and he's sad, he's pissed off, and et cetera. Well, here's a new location. First of all, you leave Green Bay. What's that, Wisconsin? Yes, sir. Come on, now. Now you're in New York City. That's fun, right? That's like half the fun. <laughs> then the other part is his teammates. Being in a place where they want you, being in a place where, where, where they want you there to be the, the, to be the leader, to be the, the, the guy that runs our show, having these young guys follow him, he's having fun now. Now when they're installing plays like you talked about, it's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. And when it's fun, you play better. It's less stress. It's less headaches. So I love to see Aaron Rodgers in New York City with the New York Jets in a happy place having fun. Having fun. Joy, where do you stand? What's your reaction to it all? I think he's being honest. It probably is the most fun that he's had in a while. I mean, they were bad last year. They were He wasn't very good last year. They didn't make the playoffs. They lost to the Lions in the game that they could have won to make it into the playoffs. Right. But he is having more fun. I don't want to shade Wisconsin any more than Shady has already shaded Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, any more than Aaron has already shaded Wisconsin. <laughs> very true. But, yeah, I like New York City. It's a good place. A lot of fun, a lot of fun times there. <laughs> I've also been to Wisconsin. I had some times there as well. So, you know, it's, he probably is having a better time. Like, the, 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 the place wants him. Yeah. He's meeting new people. Mm-hmm. He's getting to go to the Tony Awards mm-hmm. and Taylor Swift concerts. Absolutely. And, you know, people are excited about him being there. Whereas last year, and really since the Jordan Love thing happened, to Shady's point, it's been very up and down. Mm-hmm. When are we moving off of him? Is he retiring? He's doing darkness retreats. It's like all this weird stuff constantly with Aaron. Mm-hmm. He is doing interviews, but then doesn't want to be asked about the interviews. He's doing press, but then he wants the press to stop talking about him. We're not hearing any of those things. He's not really contradicting himself. He's just kind of living his life, mm-hmm. you know, in his, like, leather jacket, doing his thing. Now, I kind of agree with you. A vindictive Aaron Rodgers is the best version of Aaron Rodgers, so we'll see what this new fun version of Aaron Rodgers is and how that plays out in the field. I don't know what this is going to look like, and I'm rever- reser- reserving the right to watch it, but I'm not surprised he's having fun. No, w- worry not. The vindictive Aaron Rodgers is coming. Is coming. Okay. And I would dare say that this is part of it. The most fun I've had, he could have said all of the, the team dinners and we're going out and we're doing this. He didn't have to say, this is the most fun I've had in a while. <laughs> like that is the, that's the knife and sticking it in the ribs of the Packers because what did they portray him as going out? We can't get a hold of the guy. He's remote. He's in the dark. He's literally in the dark, di- disconnecting himself. He's about to retire. And now he's saying, oh, no, 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 no. I got a new lease on life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. It was them, right? So I-, I can't help but think that this is all part of uh, Aaron wanting to live down the way he was portrayed by the Packers moving out of there. And it remains to be seen whether it stays. It's really easy to feel good and be happy and have fun at this point. Uh, I want to see it when things get a little rough, when the New York Jets are not necessarily meeting the expectations but, of but one Aaron Rodgers. As I think about even the question you asked about yes, the, the fun part, I really love it even more because I'm thinking about me playing the game. I remember playing in different games, scenarios where I was playing for contracts. You get frustrated, you get in your head, you start pressing. 
depression a little bit. I remember thinking of, okay, playing with players that I didn't like that much, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't that fun. Mm. Or playing for different things where I, um, maybe battling injuries, you know, they want me to play, I'm still banged up, I'm gonna go out there and play anyway, in my head. But when I went out there and had fun, and I put all that to the side, I played better. I love going out there. It's like you love to compete. And I think playing with teammates when we're going to different retreats or we're going to different concerts, basketball games, I like you. Sure. So when I'm in that huddle, when I'm, but think about when I'm in that huddle, right, and it's third and I don't know, five or whatever, I got a block, you got the wide out there, I'm excited to block for you because I, got, I like you. I got a question. I got an answer. I got a question. Hope I got an answer. Um, Shady, what? You played 12 years in the National Football League. Giving up crazy work. What year did you have the most fun? <laughs> the most? I can't give you the most. Can, I, can I say a lot of fun? A lot of fun. I'll give you a couple years. Yes, sir. 2013. Yep. 2009. Yep. My last two Super Bowl runs. Yep. Okay. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. You gave me four. That's enough. Okay. You gave me freaking okay. a quarter of your seat. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. I'm glad I asked Shady this question. I will tell y'all why I asked him this in a, in a moment. We did not prepare it. Shady mentioned what coaches say before you take the football field. The greatest quote I will ever be able to recall from my coach, one of the greatest defensive minds I believe that ever coached, my defensive coordinator at Texas, he said, Acho, the fun is in winning. LaShawn McCoy gave you all a couple years, 2013. You want to know what happened in 2013? Well, we went to the playoffs in 2013. I didn't mention the rushing title. <laughs> didn't mention that. LaShawn McCoy won a rushing title in 2013. He mentioned his last two years where he won Super Bowls, and then another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The fun is in winning. Shady, I don't necessarily love Aaron Rodgers talking about the most fun he had in a while right now because the fun is in winning. You just alluded to the point that I didn't even know I was going to make. I don't care about the fun you having right now. This guy's like a lawyer. It's like court. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you. <laughs> I don't care about the fun he's having right now, Joy. I care about the camaraderie he's building. Right. I care about the part playbook that he's learning. Yeah. I care about the passion that the, that's being interjected into the building. But truth be told, during off-season team activities, having a lot of fun isn't necessarily the quote I'm most eager to hear from the quarterback. I'm not mad at it. I'm just not most eager to hear that one, Joy. I mean, look, you guys wanted a bright, shiny, new Aaron Rodgers, and Mm -hmm. he is serving it. This is what he needed to be. He wasn't going to come and be a curmudgeon in New York City. As a, as a non-New Yorker, that's not going to work. you got to earn the right to be cranky around there. <laughs> that's right. So you better be excited to be there, enjoying all the festivities, hanging out with the younger players, speaking life into them, being excited about this situation. You are, by the way, making a bajillion dollars while doing it in year, what, 19? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to serve Aaron Rodgers to be positive about all this. Again, I am reserving the right to see how this all plays out. Yes. I want to see how it goes if things at any point, start to fall apart or go badly, or if some of these young receivers aren't on the same page, or you deal with some sort of adversity throughout the season. Because those are the moments where the experience of Aaron Rodgers would be the thing that you need to tap into. Because mm-hmm. we know that the Jets do not have a culture. It's not debatable. They don't. And they brought him here for a temporary situation to take advantage of the young, very talented team that they have. But let's all be serious. This is like a two-year window tops mm-hmm. for Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, I'm with you. 
He should be having fun right now. It shouldn't be hard and cr- cranky right now. Where's the sun is shining, there's rooftop parties. What are you mad about? <laughs> Slick, you said something interesting, albeit I think it has been foggy in New York lately. Something about like wildfires and chaos. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah outside yeah, of that. Outside Slick, of that. you said something interesting. That you said Sh- uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers did this to some degree as a, a jab. jab. Yep. And it, you, you're on to something because he didn't say, I'm having a lot of fun. He said, I'm having the most fun I've had in a while. Yes. In order to give context to a while, you have to say, well, what's the context of a while? Oh, Green Bay. Is this more of a jab? Does this say more about the Packers or more about Aaron Rodgers? I, I hate to answer a question with a question, but let me. Do you trust that anything that Aaron Rodgers says is the genuine, absolute truth? That he's just speaking his truth? Or, or are you like me, where I always think when he says something, my next thought is, what is he up to? <laughs> like, what is this? What does it really good mean? That's a good point. I, because he's he's very smart, but I think he's very calculating, and I think he's very conscious of how he's perceived in in multiple in a multitude of ways. And I feel like this is some of that. Like, the question was, okay, he's going through. He went through this ugly divorce with the Green Bay Packers, and now he's going to a brand new young team in New York. What Aaron Rodgers are they going to get? Well, I'm seeing an Aaron Rodgers that I'm not, I mean, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember him talking about team dinners and, and all of like, all of this. I just don't remember. Maybe Only early with this on small in his crew. career. Only right? with Bakhtiari, Randall Cobb, every yeah. Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. This is, this is a I'm gathering situation. the team. Like, this is literally a new situation for Aaron Rodgers. He got to Green Bay. He wasn't the guy. They had a guy there, mm. and he had to wait. So it was, he wasn't anointed right away. He wasn't even anointed in the draft. He was salty about the draft. So salty, salty. And then he took over, wasn't necessarily good right away, then got really good. Mm-hmm. So, and he didn't have to do this. Like, but, Joy, what's fascinating is I could still err on the side of saying he doesn't have to in the sense that, you know, when you go to a new place with people you're familiar with, oftentimes you can be a recluse and just kick it with the people yeah, you know. You're right. You go to a new team. Shady, you did this a couple times. You go to a new city. You got some friends in that city. You might just hang out with your yep. friends that already live in that yeah. city. Yeah. Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and Nathaniel Hackett are all former Green Bay yeah. teammates and colleagues in New York. Yesterday, he was with C.J. Uzoma. With yep. the formerly Cincinnati Bengals last year with the yeah. Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he was with um, Sauce Gardner at the games. Like, he could, he also was with Alan Lazard. He could lean on his crutches, but when I saw him with CJ Ozoma, I was like, oh, like he's he really mm-hmm. stepping outside he, the box. I say, stepping outside his boundary. And another thing is, like, even like OTAs, like, they have meetings. So it's like, it's like small time of like the full camp you get in the summertime. It's like the small version of it right now. And those meetings wasn't fun, mm-hmm. but when you have teammates that you like and that you guys are bonding together, it becomes fun. He talked about how installing plays with uh, then you hack it, saying that that's it's been fun. So when it's when that's fun, it's fun to learn again. I'm learning the office. That's yeah. fun. Going to the practice when you're tired is fun again. I can't wait to get out there and, and, and have practice because it's fun again. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes with, with football, as players, I'm speaking of. Like you love you, you forget the, the love of the game yeah. because it doesn't become fun. Yeah, it gets when redundant. That, yeah, when it's fun again, mm-hmm. you love the game. I can't wait to go to practice today. I can't wait to get Pete to make you better. You make me better. So everything he said on there, I love it. 
We will see if the Jets fans will love it as well. Well, coming up from the New York Jets to the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley not necessarily having a ton of fun. Star yeah. running back Saquon is contemplating man, holding out, sitting out. It will be drama in New York if what we think might happen happens. That's next on Speak. Don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius did, XM. Did you really? They better pay. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. most interesting sporting storyline of the weekend. Saquon Barkley. You know he's still waiting on a long-term deal from the Giants. Well, the team has until July 17th. Otherwise, he would have to play under the one-year franchise tag worth just north of $10 million. Now, Barkley did not rule out sitting out that the season, adding he'll sit down and have that conversation in the days to come, close quote. No greater person to have this conversation with than Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Now, Shady, here's the real question that okay. most everybody needs to realize. Saquon Barkley said, yo, he might sit out the season right. if need be. For context, we've seen this before. Pittsburgh Steelers, Le'Veon Bell, 2018. The Steelers offered him a contract, but there was only $20 million. I say only because if you knew what Le'Veon was doing at the time, he deserved a lot of money. Only $20 million of that deal was guaranteed. Le'Veon Bell said, you know what, I'm going to sit out the entirety of the season. Yeah. Ended up getting a big-time deal from the New York Jets one year later. The rest of his career, I don't have time to explain. You all can look that up. Would Saquon Barkley be making a mistake to sit out the season based upon the Giants not meeting what he wants? Absolutely. I mean, sit out a whole season, like, you know how tough that is? Even when Le'Veon Bell was talking about it and contemplating making that decision, I said, bro, don't do it. I spoke to him. I said, don't do it. Listen, I think it was a guaranteed issue with yep. them. And I was like, well, one thing about it is if you sit out you will never make that money back again. No matter how good you do, no matter how much money you make, you will never make that money you missed out on. Mm -hmm. In this game, we play a physical game. We did running backs. We can hit every play with the ball, without the ball. So I would tell Saquon Barton, listen, the, the, the franchise tag is about $10 million, a yep. little bit more than $10 million. I would sign it just for, just for uh, guarantee, for um, insurance, sign that thing, right, and see if you could work a deal out, right? Now, I, I think the biggest thing is the first two to three years in the contract, no matter yeah. what it is. The Giants have no real identity without... But I'll say Barkley. True. So he does have that leverage. But in this game, man, it's like, what have you done lately? And he's been up and down. He's had a good year last year. Mm -hmm. We'll see what he does this year. Maybe this year might be the year where, okay, sign that tag, I ball out, then yep. I get my money. Shady, let me come back to you on this question, though, because here's what the conversation not enough people I've seen nationally are having. With Le'Veon Bell, Pittsburgh Steelers, Joy, you know this well, Antonio Brown was present. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, Hall of Famer, was present. Their offensive line was beastly. Mm -hmm. Their defense, forever. Mm -hmm. Beastly, particularly at the time, 2017. The Giants is a completely different story, y'all. Right. Their quarterback is a quarterback in Daniel Jones, who we praised a phenomenal season when he had 15 passing touchdowns, five interceptions, seven rushing touchdowns, 22 total, and I believe five or six picks. That is what we lauded as one of the most great seasons we've seen from him. Right. Offensive line, average at best. Receiving core, average at best. Defense, average at best. Right. Unlike Le'Veon, 
Saquon is the diamond on this team. I totally agree. Whereas Le'Veon was a great guy, but a guy nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, James Conner ended up having 1,600 yards a year. Le'Veon sat out. 1,600 total yards, 972 rushing, I believe, 500, 600 receiving. So does Saquon actually have the leverage to threaten to sit out and the Giants might kowtow? I mean, I I would say yes, because they do want to compete. And they're at the stage, I think the Giants, they're getting better and better and better. Like, the Giants are in the playoffs nowadays. Mm -hmm. That matters. A, a new coaching staff, right? Brian Dayball, I played with him. He's a hell of a coach. He's super smart. And he would need a guy like Saquon Barkley. But you know what scares me, though, being honest with you? These guys got rid of the best player I've ever seen with the Giants as far uh, talent. Uh, of talent-wise, right? Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. They really traded him to the Browns, right? He was like their identity. Like yes. He was the most and recognizable player yes. In, in, yes. In, in the league and yes. for Giants. So when they did that, wow, nobody's safe. I just feel like with Saquon Barkley, man, it's a hard situation because you want him to get his money, but, but, it's, but it's also you want to give him the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. I just think that you don't want to lose out and don't get paid for this year and sell out a whole year. That's a whole year with no income, right? So I don't know. I don't know how that plays out. And then you come back, you might be rusty. Le'Veon Bell was still young when he did that. When he came out with the Jets, he wasn't the same. He looked way different. He wasn't the same. same. So mm-hmm. that's a tough situation. He didn't look the same. But hey, real quick, Giants, pay this man because if y'all don't, them guys on the street, the Philadelphia Eagles, they will. How we? <laughs> Always looking to get better. <laughs> um, Slick, where do you stand? Will Saquon be making a mistake sitting out? Yes, yes. I, I, I would suggest, and I hear you, there, it is drastically different in terms of what he means to the Giants versus what Le'Veon Bell was for the Steelers. But the circumstances and the leverage point is still the same for a running back. They're, they're actually the exact same age. He was 25. Le'Veon was 25 coming off of a, of a really good season. Big year, yeah. Same, same thing, but it's the running back position, unfortunately. I can't think of a situation where a running back has held out or even spent any time. Like, it, it feels a little bit like a false. You have, you have to say it. You hope it gets you a little bit leverage. But ultimately, they will move on mm-hmm. without him, regardless. So sitting out is not a good idea. To Shady's point, you're, you're just losing money that you can't get back. I would say if, there's, if he's going to amplify this, though, do what Diabo Samuel did. Sit in. Be around. Don't be out of sight, out of mind. Be in their sight and mm. therefore on their mind, particularly right. because of the kind of guy that I've heard that Saquon Barkley is. Good dude, yeah. Being in the building, being a good guy. Like, let's reality. He's not going to break the bank. They're not going to give him something dramatically different. But they, he may be able to find his way to a middle point where he gets more than what the franchise tag is, right? So he gains something out of it. And to do that, you have to remind them of the intangibles that you bring, which is like, let's get this settled. Let's get him in. Let's not have this interrupt our season mm-hmm. because of the value that he has in being around here rather than making this difficult. That's where I see his leverage is. It's just a tricky situation because when I think of the Giants, I think of Saquon. I do too. Absolutely. And we just spent a whole segment talking about the New York Jets, and we will be talking a lot about the New York Jets. And let's be honest, this is a business also. So you're going to play this game with your best player and the guy who's been the face of the organization has been the only really reason that you've been relevant over the past few years. I don't know that really matters to the people that are signing checks, but I don't see the team, this team being good next year if Saquon's not there. True. And... While I agree with you, I wouldn't leave that money either. That's kind of your leverage. Nobody takes Daniel Jones serious without Saquon. 
I mean, apparently they do, but I just don't see it. So from a, from a marketing perspective, from a relevancy perspective, from a winning perspective, that's Saquon to me with the Giants. I understand we don't value the running back position. Depending on the year, the waves come and go. They're mm. super valuable. They're not super valuable. You can't pay him. You got to pay him. I get we go through all that, but I don't think he needs to break the bank. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is making a little over $16 million. If he got 14, he'd be the third highest, and the, the franchise tag is $10 million. So you want to try and get somewhere in between that. He does need to be paid. It's, just, it's a very unique situation because sometimes when running backs are negotiating, it's like, well – you kind of got this over here, or maybe we can supplement with this, or that's not really how the offense works. And we have you know, these other guys that are, people are buying jerseys of. None of that is the case with the New York Giants. So I, I don't know how it's going to play out, but I think he does have to try and, and flex whatever leverage he does have at the moment. Shady, I can see you being in a front office if you wanted to be one day, just because of your knowledge. Oh, I've been thinking sport. about it. So it makes sense. So that's great. Let me ask you this question now based on that. Saquon Barkley. First year, beast, 2,000 yards. Been in the league for five years, America. First year, 2,000 yards. Second year, 1,000 rushing yards. I believe he had 400 receiving yards, 1,400. Third year, he was hurt. Fourth year, coming back from that ACL injury was not great either. 580 rushing yards or so. Last year, another dominant season. I believe it was 1,300 rushing yards, 300 receiving. Would you, as a businessman, yeah. not as a running back, okay, I got you. would you as a businessman give Saquon Barkley a long-term deal? I am signing Saquon Barkley to a contract, for sure. He's, he's one of the best running backs in this league. He's one of the best players in this league. I, do, I hear your concerns about him being available and, and being productive each year. It's hard to do, but I get it. I will find a medium there, right? Like, I don't know if I'm getting to the top of the market. I think it's $16 million a year. That's um, um, McCaffrey, McCaffrey for, the, for the Niners. I probably won't go that high. I, I probably would... would, would be around that range of Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. right? A little bit when he got a deal, people thought that he would kill the market because of how good he's been. Mm-hmm. But the league is the league and the market is the market and they try to devalue the running backs. That's what they try to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I'm comparing them, that's the argument they will use. Okay, I will use Derrick Henry, et cetera, et cetera, his production, his money. So I would probably give him around like $13 million a year. I would, I would give him that $12, $13 million a year because I'm not going to be happy. He's not going to be happy. Yeah. But we got to be understanding of the contract situation. That's how, that's how negotiations work. They do say if two parties are both unhappy or happy, that's when a not- negotiation Come was on, done now. well. Well, coming up, after a bad first season with the Broncos, Russell Wilson, he has a lot to prove. There's a lot in order for him to prove that. That was bad, bad. Is Russell Wilson washed? Ooh. We'll tell you if we agree. Ooh, like washed, like washed, clothes washed? Ooh. Baseball is back, and so is Flippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Russell Wilson. Not too many highlight plays we can show you of him last year. Maybe this is one. Oh, that's not one. Okay, well, Denver season didn't go as expected. Broncos finished 5-12. Now, some question the nine-time Pro Bowler if he's washed. His teammate, Frank Clark, came to his defense saying, quote, how is he washed up? 
How soon can you forget about what a man has done in this league? How is he washed up, Joy? How soon can you forget? A lot of people have forgotten. I get it. Rightfully so. Russell Wilson was bad last year. But, Joy, is Russell Wilson washed? No, I don't think so. I think he's... He's put out a strong enough resume that one bad season mm. should not cleanse, I'm going to use mm. a different word, <laughs> cleanse our, our, our minds of what he's capable of doing. There are a <laughs> lot of things that went wrong. Everything went wrong in Denver last year. So we should wait and see if the changes that they made are reflected in their play this mm-hmm. year. Absolutely. They brought in a great coach. He's been there another year. I said before this happened that they should not have a first-time head coach in this situation Mm. maybe that played a role in it some some coaches are better coordinators than they are head coaches who knows we're gonna find out but yes I would agree I don't I can't say yes or no I don't know but I'm not willing to say that he is at this point I would rather be wrong Mm -hmm. than say he is and he's not Out of respect for Russell Wilson, the great Russell Wilson, I'm not going to say he's washed. But it's more of a respect thing than what my eyes are seeing, right? This is more of me speaking with my feelings and my facts. Mm -hmm. Because three years ago, he had 40 passing touchdowns. I believe Mm -hmm. it was two years ago, he had 25 passing touchdowns. And last year, he had just 16 passing touchdowns. So if you wanted to have a factual argument, I'd have to listen. 68% 68% completion percentage, 64% completion percentage. Last year, 60% completion percentage. I cannot argue the facts of Sean McCoy, but Joy makes a brilliant point. You go to two Super Bowls, you win one. You're a nine-time Pro Bowler. I have to put a little yeah. more respect on your name than to instantly say that you are washed. The only other defense I'll give Russell Wilson, I believe he's had four different offensive coaches in the last four years. I that believe matters. he had Shoddy. He had Waldron. He had Hackett. And now he has Peyton as yeah. far as the offensive mind. Yeah. Shoddy, Waldron, Hackett, Peyton. That matters. Is he washed, though, to you? Like, I can't call the man washed. He did look bad last year. He looked real bad, actually. Like, bad, bad. Right, there were some plays he, he, he had where easy gimme passes Gimmies. that backups can make. They didn't make. And that's why I think that he's really not washed. Because you can't be that bad. I think you just had a bad year. I like to look at uh, the service size of a, of a player. Your last three years, what, is, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And the things you talked about from 68, 64 to 60, well, he missed some games w- between them times. Yep. So I'll give you a credit for that. Okay, Russ, this year we need to see it. You have one of the best offensive coaches that we've had in this NFL game of all time in Sean Payton. There's no excuse there. Nathaniel Hackett, he took some blame. New head coach, right? New office coordinator for, for, for Broncos. I get that. Now you with Sean Payton. Whole another level. I see him do more with, with less talent than anybody, like Andy mm-hmm. Reid style. Okay, so that's one part. The, number, the second part is, Russ, you, you were that guy. You were that guy for a while. Nine Pro Bowls, mm-hmm. a championship, two Super Bowl appearances. So it's hard for me to believe that he's really that bad. But listen, if he's washed this year, I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. I ain't holding back. I gave him a pass last year. New system, you know, not comfortable. You're in Denver. The air is different. <laughs> if he's bad this year, I'm calling him out. It's altitude. Shady, but <laughs> altitude. <laughs> here's, my, here's my only issue. Here's why I think even what I just said is a lie. Oh, so you're like, is he washed to you? Because I'm trying to... I don't, I'm torn, boy. Oh. I'm torn. Okay. Here's why what I may have even said is a lie. I've never seen someone that good in perception right. be that bad if he's healthy. I've never seen it. I've never seen someone who is that good in perception be that bad if he's healthy. That's the point. 
Quarterback is a very unique position. It absolutely is. But what's fascinating is, Shady, even if I were to put you in a two-back offense, okay. you'd find a way to get busy. I did get busy. If I were to put you in a zone read offense, you'd find a way to get busy. If I were to put you in Shanahan's offense, stretch and stretch cut offense, you'd find a way to get busy. Okay. All different offenses, right. all different styles. They don't all cater to you maximally, but you are good enough when you were in your prime to find a way to get busy. Well... I, I have had a bad year before. Okay. I cannot lie. But were you healthy? All but the good were, times? Were you healthy? I've had a bad year. Well, healthy? I'm okay. honest. Okay. But another thing is I want to say this, no. though, because you made a good point. I'm thinking about there's a lot of times where players, especially quarterbacks, play injured and don't name the injury. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, right? I forget where year year was uh, of, of the Bucks. He had something wrong with his knee, and he didn't even talk about it. And it, it came out somehow. Somebody on the inside told, you know, everybody snitching sometimes. But if you didn't know that, we wouldn't have knew. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of players be playing when they be hurt. Mm-hmm. I've been there. If you've been there, I'm hurt. I ain't going to tell nobody. I'm out here playing my boys. But you, be, you really be hurting and you, and you don't play good. So that might be a situation where he might was hurt last year because so, there's no way you can look like that. I mean, that's what a lot of people said about Aaron last year. Yep. And yeah, Russ did, on, to his defense, he yeah. had the hamstring, and then when he talked about trying to heal the hamstring, <laughs> he got mocked for doing high knees on a plane. So Russ couldn't win for losing last year. Yeah. But Slick is he washed. No. I mean, let's add up everything in hindsight that he was dealing with. Uh, an, an injury, we're presuming, some, some kind of the physical minimum. potential, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Um, a, a first-time head coach who was clearly over his head, yep. yes. right? Yes, he was. A dysfunctional organization overall, because if I'm not mistaken, they changed GMs. Changed since. GMs. I wouldn't call them dysfunctional, but they have made positions with Elway at the top they here today, gone owners. tomorrow. Dysfunctional in this way, in that they, they gave uh, Russell latitude, mm. unprecedented yes. latitude. We're going to give you an office had, upstairs, yeah. right? probably never had that ever. Right? And so there was a lot of things going on that were very unique to this situation. And then, as you guys know, like, the confidence of a player is massive, I mean, because I'm looking at, he still threw for 3,500 yards. He still had three game-winning drives. He still th- completed 60% of his passes. Um, Joy, yes. why are you making that face, Joy? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What? You yeah. said he threw for 3,500 yeah. yards. Am I the picture yeah. face, man? That 3,500 ain't nothing. Well, okay, but... <laughs> but the really. camera wasn't on me at the time. What's it? But those numbers are in line with what he was doing in Seattle, because this is my second part. What is it? And it's what you said. Listen, you said... That good in perception. Yes. Now, you never, never misspeak. You use your words intentionally. Is this true? And that's the second part for me. Because we've built up this perception of who Russell Wilson is based on what he did in Seattle mm-hmm. and the numbers that he had in Seattle. Because 3,500 yards in Seattle. Would have been cool. That that's is, cool. that was a. Par for the course. Good, very good year. Yes, sir. Right? Up until 2016, he always had an top two, three, four yep. defense. Absolutely. They always had a great running game. Where are you going like, with this, Slick? Where are you going? I'm listening. His success did not depend upon him solely mm-hmm. to make everything happen. When he went to Denver, he was supposed to be that dude. And maybe he wasn't built to be that dude. Because since 2016, when he was given more and more latitude, when it was let Russell cook, mm-hmm. what did they do? They, they didn't have the same success that they had the first part of his career. So I'm just thinking 
He's not, I'm not suggesting that he's washed. But maybe he's not the guy that was advertised leaving Seattle that could then be the guy in Denver to take them someplace. Are you saying his, his brand is bigger than his play? I'm saying, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I'll I like take the way that. she said that. Okay. I mean, he mentioned let Russ cook, and that's what I was going to bring up, is that there was a campaign that, you know, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks were holding Russ back right. because we would see Russ do these loop-de-loop things and throw the ball and, like, just do stuff that nobody else could do because they put him in a situation where it was like, Russ, go win the game. Mm-hmm. And he was good enough to make it happen. But then when they really leaned into it, we saw somewhat of the results of that. Is that what was Denver asking him to do and he was not able to do that? It was a, not the right situation? Was it not the right offense? But if you're so, if you're that talented, right, that's where I'm at. Can you be that bad? Like, that's how bad is the situation? Could the situation be? Or all of us just were looking at what Denver was on paper before he went there, and maybe exaggerating the situation because be yeah. don't let what mm-hmm. happens fog your memory. We thought this team was a quarterback away from winning, a, getting to a Super Bowl. We were like, how many Super Bowls they, they going to win? Because they were, though, Joy. Okay, they were. Okay. Were they? Maybe we were a little wrong because we do this at the beginning of every season. We're like, yeah. okay, on paper, this team's yeah. going to be great. This team's going to be great. This team's going to be great. Then we play the games and we're like, okay, that guy isn't as good as he's mm-hmm. getting paid to be. Mm-hmm. This guy got injured. This system doesn't work for this particular player. That's why we play the games. So was Denver that good? Because if Denver was that good, the roster was really bad. Shady, I need help because I'm, I'm. That's a good that's point. That's a great point. Yeah, now, they did have injuries. Javante Williams, their starting running back, he got yeah, injured. He's really, really good. Really yeah. good player. Okay. Melvin Gordon, they, they cut in the middle of the season because yeah. he was fumbling and stumbling all over the place. Wide receiver, they got Judy, they got Hamler, but those players have been struggling with injuries truly since they entered the league. I haven't even mentioned Cortland Sutton. So they did have injuries, but Shady, here's why I need you to help me out. He was so bad. Yeah. 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Now, I do think that Russ's perception is maybe greater than Russ's reality individually. When we speak about, God bless you, my brother. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. When we speak about individual quarterbacks, to me, like Aaron Rodgers is an individual talent. Right. He's, just, he's just great. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is an individual talent. He's just great. Joe Burrow is an individual talent. He's just great. Then there's some quarterbacks where you're like, they're great in that system. Like, boy, Jimmy Garoppolo in that system with the Niners, hey, Daniel he Jones. Was, he was what he was. Daniel Jones last year with Brian Dayball. He was really good in that system. Uh, Jalen Hurts is trying to prove to us: is he really good with Nick Sirianni, or is he just good in general? We'll find out here in a couple in a couple months. He was great with yeah. all the first three. I know I hit you, emo- I hit you emotionally, but I'm trying to be a non-biased. Let's cut that part off. I'm trying to be oh, it's live. It's live. Okay. I'm trying to be non-biased, Shady. Right? I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that. Um, so I do think that Russ is trying to prove. Is he just good, bona fide? Is he just good? Or with Pete Carroll, when he could turn around and hand the ball off, when he knew his defense was going to uh, ice out other people, he's trying to prove something. To be honest, to what Joy just said and a little bit what you were saying, it's kind of truth to that. Like, when all the guys you talked about, they were good players, right? And they were great players. Russ slowly worked his way into being good, good, good. Okay, now he's great. Mm-hmm. And it was more of the defense. Yes, sir. Right? I remember watching Russ back then when I was playing. Like, okay, this guy, he's okay. Yeah. They're going to run the ball with Marshawn Lentz, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Read option. Yeah. You know, so you got to watch out the Russ running. But they're going to do Marshawn. But the main key is the defense. You're not going to score over 17 points. So, right? And if the quarterback wins a game, no matter if he has 100 yards and three picks, they're going to give all the credit to the quarterback. That's how it works mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But as, it, as, it, as we fast forward, Russ start getting better and better. But he start throwing the ball more. I'm like, oh, wow. 
Now he is a legit quarterback. So I've seen both sides you guys are talking about. One side where he had to, you know, just do the bare minimum with a good defense, good running game. And then the other part was, you know, him actually throwing the ball. So it's hard to really pick if, if, if he's really washed because of him having to now he has to do so much more hmm. compared to with Seahawks. He had a small role. I can't call that out. This is what I can't call out. Talk to me. If he's not that good this year, I'm going to call it out and say he's washed. I got to wait and see. Got to wait and see. Well, you don't have to wait very long to see what happens in game five of the NBA Finals. We are just three hours away from that game. A trophy might be handed out tonight. One more win for the Nuggets, and it would be over. What does this dominant performance thus far by the Nuggets mean? Next on Wait, can we go to Joy first? I got to hear what she got to say. (laughs) Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Nuggets can close out the NBA Finals tonight against the Heat. Now, Denver could win, get this, their first NBA title in franchise history. We're witnessing history quite literally as we're doing this show. Mike Malone, head coach, said their mentality going in is, quote, we're down 3-1. Clearly, they're up 3-1. Yeah. But the mentality for them is they're going in down 3-1. Now, there are different qualifications of gentleman sweep. But what we know to be true is this. A gentleman sweep is if somebody beats you 4-1. to one. If that's the outcome, that's a gentleman sweep. Now, Shady, the brooms aren't necessarily in hand. But they've been called for. Sweep! They've been called for. Shady, what in the world would a gentleman sweep mean for the Nuggets Wait. if, in fact, they win a match? Talking about Coach Malone, he out of pocket. Like, bro, it's been enough, man. Y'all up 3-1. He talking about we're down 1-3. No, bro, take it easy, please. Take I mean, it easy. About 40 points. Anyway, what would it mean to me that that Heat team, because we talked about the, the talent, that the talent really mattered, mm-hmm. right? We kept saying, well, no, you know, they're here. They're in the finals for a reason. They, they play hard. Yeah, that's cool and all that. Now we're seeing a team that plays hard, mm-hmm. like, like the Heat play hard, right, with way better talent. And I think that, if they beat these guys four to one, it really means that the talent really mattered between the gaps mm-hmm. of Denver having more talent mm-hmm. than, than the Heat. We talked about the free agents. Oh, they got these free agents. This and that, da, 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 da. At this level, at this experience they have, they're not free agents. They're players. No, 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 no. They're free agents. Because guys like Aaron Gordon, who's not the main star on that team, but he's a top five pick, and he's showing it. He's playing yeah. like it. I do like Michael Porter Jr., who's not playing great, but even his talent being such a bigger role, a, a bigger part than, than, than with the talent they have for the Heat, he's making a small impact when he's not even playing well. So I got to go to that, that the, the talent is the biggest difference between the Heat and the Nuggets. Slick, where would you stand if, in fact, the Nuggets do close this one out yeah. at home? Five games. I believe you predicted Nuggets in five. I believe you did that. So you, you've been on top of this for a while now. What would that mean for Denver? I believe that it confirms a lot of the things that we suspect right now and a lot of big picture things about the Denver Nuggets. First of all, I can't forget that we came into these playoffs wondering if they really were the best team in the Western Conference Mm. just because they had the best record. Right, right. Well, with this run, what they've done would confirm to me this was no mirage, Mm -hmm. right? It wasn't they got 
you know, there's there's people, excuse me for saying this, Joy, Uh-oh. I do apologize in advance. Uh-oh. There are people that would say if Giannis hadn't gotten hurt and if there was various things that happened along the way that the Miami Heat wouldn't be this team in, in, in the finals representing the Eastern Conference. I don't know that there's anything that you can say that would suggest that the Denver Nuggets don't deserve to be here. You look at maybe Chris Paul getting injured with the Phoenix Suns, but... It's, they've just been so dominant, right, every step of the way. So I give them that. It's also, we talk about the Miami Heat and the culture that they have and how they've developed players. And I can't help but think if they close this, this says something about the Denver Nuggets culture. Because these are, other than Contavious called to a pope, none of these guys have won a ring. No experience. Like, no. They're figuring it out along the way. And Nikola Jokic came into the league as a second-round pick for a reason. Because yep. he wasn't this Nikola Jokic. Aaron Gordon wasn't this in Orlando. Not at all. Mm. Not at all. Michael Porter Jr., for the way he's played for the better part of this season in the playoffs, wasn't Michael Porter Jr. So I want to give credit to Denver demonstrating they've gone toe-to-toe to Shady's point. Like The talent has won out. Because Denver has demonstrated they can be everything that Miami is in every other category. And I think one of the reasons why he said, down 3-1, we got to play like we're down 3-1. That's, you, that, if that was just a general statement, you'd go, come on. They know what that's like. Mm-hmm. When they were in the bubble, Twice. they came back down that's right, that's right, from yeah. being down 3-1. So that means something yeah. added to this group. And so if they come and dis- demonstrate that they have that to close it out, like, we got to give the Nuggets, we got to put the Nuggets on the same level as the Miami Heat in terms of what that organization has created. Joy, we're not talking to you very nice right now. Uh, no, I don't have a problem I saying as nice many Miami compliments as I could. I'm not going to jump to the Nuggets or the Miami Heat as an organization if they win one championship. But what I will say about if they, if they win tonight To me, it says a lot about the Nuggets and what they have been able to overcome because we're kind of skipping the process that the Nuggets have gone through. Like like you said, we didn't expect the Nuggets to be in this situation, and they were the best team in the Western Conference this year. We talked about the Eastern Mm -hmm. Conference being the better team, like that team's going to win the championship all season long, even at the beginning of the postseason. And they've gone through their struggles through the postseason over the past few years. They've been there, then they get knocked out, then they have injuries. So they've really been able to put everything together on this run. They've won dominantly Mm. and beat great players on the way to this finals run. But I think it also really validates Jokic, who was a player that, to your point, got drafted during a Taco Bell commercial very infamously, he, well, we've had a lot of questions as he, uh, you know, picking up stats during the regular season. That doesn't really mean anything when it gets to the postseason. So does, does he really deserve to win, you know, three straight MVPs? And I was one of those people. But we can see with our eyeballs now how good he is. Mm. Not just big, because big men can look dominant. Distributing. I mean, he is a knockdown three-point shooter. That's insane. He's, he doesn't have to jump the to touch. get rebounds, and he can just – Shoot a three. You have to defend him at the, at the arc. Like, that's crazy. What he's been able to do and develop into as a player, if they win, really it doesn't matter to me how they win, but if they win, I think it will really speak to not only everything that they've been put, to, put together, because they earned it. Like, they've earned it over the past few years, getting better each and every mm-hmm. year. But also him as a player, his MVPs, he'll obviously be finals MVP if they win. 
And that'll put him into a different category as far as the best players in the game right now. Slick, let me try to take and borrow from what you said and to some degree what Joy said. When the Nuggets win, assuming the Nuggets do win, I think a Nuggets championship, it notarizes their performance. And we've all dealt with different notaries, right? What's a notary? It's, a, it's that anti-fraud government agency that certifies your identity. We don't know the identity of the Denver Nuggets. They were one seed all season long, but we questioned if they were really going to get here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if the Nuggets were going to get past the Suns. Didn't know if the Nuggets were going to get past the Lakers. Jokic, he's a two-time regular season MVP. But we didn't know just how good he was because his performances had yet to be notarized. They had yet to be certified that this dude is actually as legit as his paperwork says he is. Yeah. We tried to mm-hmm. say that, well, it is the rise of analytics which gave Jokic an MVP. Some people tried to... Uh, take away Jokic's accomplishments, bringing different things like race and other attributes into the picture. We saw the paperwork, but it hadn't been notarized. They win in the dominant fashion that they have been winning. I think it's that stamp of approval. It's to say that all of the papers which we have seen are not fraudulent, and you are exactly who your resume said that you are. Shady... To me, there's something about winning a title, but there's something about doing it as dominantly as the Nuggets are currently doing it. They have not won yet, America, but they are plus 38 through four games. What's the dominations? I'm going to say this. It's the start of, of, of this era for the Nuggets, right? We talk about all, all the, other, the other dynasties from, from the Warriors, the Bulls, all these, the Lakers. I'm going to say this, man. It might, it might be crazy, but this might be the start of that era where the Nuggets might start running the league. Mm. Think about it. This, this playoff run, they lost two to the, the, um, the Suns. The Suns. Yeah. They lost to one the to, the, to the Warriors. Or to, to the Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. The Wolves. Yeah. And then the other one was who? Nobody. That's it. Just right. the Heat. Oh, one to the Heat. And one to the Heat. That's dominant. So you got, a two, you got, a, you got a, one of the best players in, in the league. I'm going to say he's the best player in the league. Right? That's what you need. Then you got a lot of role players that's, 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 that's not selfish. Mm-hmm. They love to play with each other. Then you got an a, a emerging superstar, Jamal Murray. They play defense. They, they're well coached. Yeah. They draft well. They pick up uh, players well in free agency. Yeah. Who to say that they might not run off and start becoming that team that runs the league? Well, you are something until you're not, right? That's right. So we, you're, you're not a champion until you are a champion. And when you become a champion, then you can say, okay, oh, all whoa, this paperwork whoa. I had. Oh, whoa, yeah. What do you mean? Oh, this, this, I mean, we talking like they're not about to win championship. It's, no, I'm, we're, we're doing this hypothetically as if they are. Oh, this is, saying, it's, it's over, Joy. I'm saying. It's over, Joy it's Taylor. It's over when it's <laughs> over. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I what know, I'm saying is he, he has all these accolades. Yeah. They have been building a, a good culture. That's what I mentioned about the, the past couple years, their playoff runs. So us doubting them coming in was because they hadn't won a championship. Mm-hmm. If they had come into the, the West, as a number one team in the Western Conference to this postseason after winning a championship yeah. last year, yeah. we would be yeah, treating them right. differently. Yeah. Well, let me, I want to make something clear, though. Because of Jokic doing what he's doing now doesn't necessarily mean that we had it wrong prior to this no. in terms of who he was. One... He's in much better shape than he's ever been. So mm-hmm. he's been able to sustain his excellence. He's a better defensive player in part because of that condition than he's ever been. And they've obviously put together a very good team. There are other guys who have evolved on this. So as much as I want to say it confirms a lot of things about the Denver Nuggets, I also want to be slow in like giving it all this meaning. We because have to go slick. Yeah. No, we, we no, have. We, no, we don't. Well, I want to put it in context because we're immediately like, well, where do we put them among the all-time greats? And where do we put them among the all-time centers? And I'm just, 
I want to take into to account who he has played along this way. Come compared on, man. What? Come on, you want to make me say way what? too many nice things about the Nuggets today, Slick? All right. I'm, 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 you know, I'm already a little on edge. What are you about to, what are you about to say? <laughs> Come on. What, what's I, I here for either. Be, 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 LeBron James and Anthony Davis yep. swept the Lakers swept with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Sweet. Le, look, Anthony they Davis, be, Anthony Davis, a power forward. Top 75 okay. player. Uh, keep keep going. Players. Top 75 player. Keep going, Joy. Kevin Durant. Get Kevin Durant. Top 75. We're not going to talk about the first round. I'm talking about Durant and Devin Booker. Come on. I'm talking about Nikola Jokic. Matchups. Okay. I mean, you can't do that. Uh, right. Yo, oh, he out ball. He can't do that. Right now. Like, nah, this is not. Do you want me to go through? Yo, that's what. Yo, yo that's, what, that's what we do, though. Do you want? That's no, what we do. We do that. As people on TV, we do I'm that. I'm not gonna do it. Real talk. When he was having all these triple doubles and all that, we like, oh man, he's all right. He he ain't doing it against no no bar. He he didn't do that in the playoffs. He ain't doing the championship. Who would he have and to now he gets there and we hanging on it. What he got to do? Slip. Who would he have to be playing on? Yo, you big hate right now. All I'm all I'm all I want to do is put it into context in terms of who he has faced. This is uh, if, I if I take Shaquille O'Neal and who he had to go through, he had to go through David Robinson and Tim Duncan. He had Keep to go going. through Rasheed Wallace <laughs> and Arvita Sabonis. He had to go through all of these, all of these this is crazy. legitimate all-star centers to get there. Can I ask you this? Because I don't, I don't think you are wrong in your conclusion. I think you're wrong in your premise. Back in the day, the, the league was different, as you know better yes. than I do. Yes. So at, back in the day, every team, as you said this on uh, The yes. Herd, you said this yes. on our show, every yes. team had a 7-2 guy on the starting lineup and on a bench. Yes. Mm. Now the league is different now. Yep. So really the point that I would make to take your, your baton and run with it, hopefully in the right direction, the point that I would make, Slick, is, <laughs> is that the league is now going to have to adjust. Yes. To them. Yes. We've seen this happen in the NFL. Yes. As soon as people started running the zone read, you know what? Hey, 240-pound linebackers, you're out. 220-pound yep. linebackers, you're in. You're in. Yep. So yep. the real, I would say, I see what you're saying, but I would take it and say, in all honesty, every team's now going to have to have a Robert Williams like the Celtics. Yeah. Every team's now going to have to have a seven-foot guy. We tried to get away with having Draymond Greens be your five if need be, and yeah, we'll throw Looney in there for six. But no, no, no. Now every team's going to have to have a Looney and some in the starting line. 100%. And all I'm saying is, is if I'm taking this one particular run Yo, to a championship crazy. and I'm now using it to validate all of the previous or answer all the previous questions, not only the previous questions that we had, but to suggest moving forward, he's going, he deserves to be in the same category as the guys who did it Multiple hey, Joe, years. Hey, right. we, 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 take a break. Let's come back to this. Right. Let me take a break. Because we're going to forget about the back. Okay. This <laughs> very conversation. The Timberwolves have the deepest player of the year. Just so you we know was that. kumbaya and holding hands. Yeah, yeah, it was too much. It was too much. It was here a, you go nice city here. Crazy. I was okay. tired of it. When we return, we Blow have to answer the thought that Slick has had. Maybe the Nuggets, you know, not necessarily answering all the questions that we have previously asked. When we return, the final game is coming up and a great conversation is coming up. That's what I'm saying. This dude hate you hating on another level today. <laughs> what do you call this hating? That's like different. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
<clears throat> okay, we gotta get right back to this because Slick, you said something that rubbed all of us the wrong mm -hmm. way. For context, Jokic, I believe that if and when the Nuggets win, the Nuggets, along with Jokic's performances, will solidify everything we thought of them in years past. Mm -hmm. They were, Jokic is a two-time NBA MVP, mm -hmm. should have won it, many say, this year. Mm -hmm. The Nuggets in the bubble went to the Western Conference Finals versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers won, go on to win the title. Mm -hmm. So the Nuggets were the one seed this year, but we doubted them. Mm -hmm. Could they get past the Suns? Mm -hmm. Didn't know. Could get past the Lakers? Didn't know. Mm -hmm. If they win this series, particularly doing it tonight exclusively, yeah. it would solidify everything. You say no. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't validate all the things that we thought previously because I'm seeing a different Nikola Jokic in this series and in these playoffs than I've seen previously. My greatest issue with him, one of the reasons why he was second on my MVP ballot this year, was because I saw Joel Embiid play with force during the regular season. I didn't always see that from Jokic. He was very happy to set a screen and hand it off and let Jamal Murray do the dirty work or... Uh, or Michael Porter Jr. If I'm talking about my MVP, I want him to take the game by the throat, especially if he has an advantage, when the game is to be decided, not to kind of be the, the distributor. I've had the same issue with LeBron James in, 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 in years past. If you are the best player on the floor and you have a physical advantage, I want to see you impose that, even if you don't take the shot. Pause. Yes. We, we all got questions. Go ahead. Isn't yeah. that antiquated? Like, choking the game out by the throat is no longer exclusively scoring. Was it not, Joy, mm. was it game one of this series or game two of this series where Jokic had 10 assists at half? Yeah. Only 10 points, mm -hmm. but 10 dimes game at half. One. So game, game one. Game one. Game one. So he still had the game on a chokehold. Yes. first even half? Though he was down the yes. first, first half. half. Yes. So... I, don't, I think it's antiquated to say that I still need Jokic to have, or I need my leader to have 50 points. No, I no, think no, he's no, no, no. I, mean, I don't need for, 50 for points. For the MVP, I, I, would, I, I could agree with that, but that's, that's a different season. Like, yeah. the MVP is a right. That's why I don't have a problem with Embiid being the regular season MVP. He deserved it this year. It doesn't matter what okay. happened in the postseason. Okay. When you start to get to three in a row, I think that that should start to translate to some postseason Somewhere. success. Right. And right. he was a finalist this year. Right. But to E's point... How you impact the game doesn't always have to be scoring. To be the best player on the court is also to have the cerebral awareness to know this is a better shot for us to take as a team. I can impact the, 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 the game by being a huge human setting a, a screen for yeah. the smaller human to then shoot the shot, and yeah. then we win the game. So, yeah. I, so it's not just like, – he is a player that impacts the game in multiple ways and multiple levels. Yeah. No, no, no. So, I, I, so I, I, for I him to just like, physically impose himself at the cost of the team – that, that, that's counterintuitive. So like, clarify, saying, clarify. I'm not saying yeah. he has to score 50. I'm not okay. saying he has to take every shot. I'm not saying that he doesn't set it up by let me get everybody distributing. I'm just saying there are points in a game mm -hmm. where I'm watching Jokic over the years, and I'm saying he has the advantage. He has to go get it. And he hasn't. But, 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 but when, you update, to, when you update the information, though, because haven't you seen that in this? I am. In this? That's my point. Oh, wow. I'm, my point is I am seeing it now and it's why they're winning. But it doesn't, because change he's doing it now, it doesn't change but, but, that but he why, wasn't going to get previously. better. You get better. You yes. develop as a player. I agree with that. But while, while, I, here. while I push back on you, because when we watched him go out there and get it, 40. You need 40, I'm going to give you 40 right now. Yeah. And they still lost because all the other guys didn't get involved. What makes him so great ain't because he go out there and just score 40 points and when he wants to right. and chokes the, 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 right. you know, choke the other team out. That's right. not why it's so great. His skill level, he can, yo, he gets everybody involved. Agreed. 
Lil Wayne, real quick, he, I was on Instagram, just, you know, doing my thing on Instagram, and Lil Wayne was like, yo, I've never seen no player like this. Right. right. I'm like, Lil Wayne, he tri- Lil, Lil, okay. Wayne, Lil Wayne tripping. But then I started thought, I'm like, yo, he ain't tripping. We ain't never seen a big man like him. He shoots threes like a guard. Yep. He got the second best uh, three-point percentage in the whole playoff series behind uh, uh, Devin Booker. That's one. Hold on, real quick. Okay. He's a point guard that's seven foot yep. with a, a, a gut yep. running up and down the court, yep. controlling the offense. Okay. We've never seen him like that. So when you say them type of things, it's like it hurts me. I mean, it really hurts me because as a, as a player, it's like, yo, what else do I have to do to show you that no, I'm one of the can, best players in the league? You can only play against who you're up against. But if we're talking Come from on, a historical no, if we're talking from a historical perspective, and you brought up Akeem. Okay, Akeem's great and player. And your, your, your thing was, yeah, he was he was more skilled, but he wasn't the passer that uh, that Jokic is. And I would say that's probably true, or he never had the opportunity to prove that he was. They were the they were different, but Akeem was really great because he was. Legitimately, like maybe six nine, he was more Bam Adebayo size. Okay. When you are seven feet tall mm-hmm. and you are playing against six nine guys, mm-hmm. and you're playing generally against smaller guys, your vision on the court is different than if you're a six nine guy why is he playing against seven for that? Right. And why is that he matter? doesn't have to apologize for that. But I'm going to take that into context no, when I measure what he's so doing. So when he dominated, he's, he dominated this part of the year, this part of the year, um, and, uh, and uh, for the Timberwolves, what's the big man name? Uh, Praise uh, dude, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm, Rudy Gobert. Gobert. He's this part of the year, he dominated. He's the one. Does he, does he count? Yes. He, he, beat, he beat on him? Absolutely. Yeah, I, had, I had the ace in the hole. Absolutely. He dominated on, he dominated him. Yeah. He beat Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. And then he swept Anthony Davis and LeBron James. <laughs> what else he got to do? Like I'm, Come on, man. I'm man, beating man. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker as defensive players? Like, I'm Those are, these are, these are I'm great players. I'm running the entire wait, offense. Wait, wait. This, is, this is not even how it Yo, I'm done with it. I'm you done with started it. by saying that Get him we, can't, we can't count this as a his, like a historical run like when we start to talk about where they rank historically where he ranks historically because of who he went up against that's what made all of us lose our minds right. uh, my mind still I, lost what i'm saying is I, i'm looking for i it. look at who he played <laughs> and i compare that to say the first championship that it, that that uh, or i'll just say akeem mm-hmm. akeem had to beat patrick ewing in the finals to win a championship. Like, he had to play against another center, another all-star caliber center, his size or bigger. That affects, I take, I take into consideration who you played. And you know what? Well, I, you guys aren't that far we don't, away. We don't because I've to, heard you do the same thing. We don't need You've to talked about who, him, t- who teams have played against. So who who, who got to beat? To get some play. but listen, players. But we could beat. do this with every yes. single championship run in every single sport. Something happens. Somebody gets injured. The Heat are an eight seed and yeah. beat everybody and all the way to the finals. Like, sports. you can make... What happened when Kawhi won? Oh, okay, Kawhi won in Toronto. The Warriors oh. got injured. And Injuries happen. That's sports. Okay, but, it's, but, it's, but that's sports. You can't do it. You well, can't do it. You can do it every this, single though, year. Where I would hear you say... Nobody would ever have a valid championship. Where I would hear... I'm not saying it's not valid. Well, where I would, Sound like it. Where I would hear you is if you were to say this about the Nuggets as a whole, not Jokic. If you were to say this about the Nuggets as a whole, and we'll do this tomorrow when we have more time, assuming the Nuggets do what Vegas thinks they will. If you were to say they beat an A seed, then they beat a four seed, Mm -hmm. then they beat a seven seed, then they beat an eight seed, then I would hear you. If you were to say they beat an eight, a four, a seven, an eight, because if you were to look at any playoff run, and I did this two weeks ago, assuming the Nuggets were to win a championship, I said, that would be the, technically based upon seeding of who they beat, that would be the easiest we have seen historically. Eight, 
four, seven, eight. No team has beaten those low-ranking seeds. Mm. Two playing teams. But to say it about Jokic is where I lose you because okay. there, there's no bigs currently playing like that. Is that like, like, can you say it? Let's say the words. It's hate. <laughs> let, me pull, let me pull you back in. Let me pull you back in. It's hate. What happened in the last game? That makes you a hater. If it's hate, that makes you a hater. What happened, what happened in the last game? Because you're saying it's all Jokic, and, I, and you don't know about the rest 12 of the Nuggets. Yeah, 20. No, I'm not saying that it's all Jokic. The, the rest of the Nuggets played, in, uh, the, the rest of the roster played a really nice game in this, in this last game. And but, if he ain't there, they know we're near this. We're talking about the whole on, playoffs. Talking on, about man. the whole playoffs. Right. We're just talking about this series. Yeah. You can't keep moving the, the bar for success because it doesn't yeah. fit what we want it to look like. All, uh, even the, even the easy, even the easy path, uh, the easy path. Did the, did the one seeds not play? Did the, were the Sixers not there? Bro, I'm not did the Sixers not have an opportunity to, to move on? This I don't understand. Average, you guys are accusing me of things that I have 31, 14, and 8. I'm done talking about it. <laughs> In the finals. What are we talking about? That's like video game stuff. Like, I try, I do video games all the time. I play 2K. It's hard to do that. He's doing it in the NBA. It's when, crazy. When we return, we are now just less than three hours away from the game. Are the Heat actually going to keep this series alive? Will they keep it afloat? It's a must win for the Heat now, Joy? Slick. Yes, I don't this know is actually, actually, actually a must win game. Slick, you didn't make me say all these Yo. nice things Yo. about Yo, the Nuggets. Slick's cup. What's in here? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a lot of emotions right now. It's a lot of emotions. Shady, why are you standing up? Why are you here? Yo, I don't understand your argument. Like, like I, I hate on people sometimes. It's part of the job. You're taking us too far. Jokic is Jokic, bro. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to give Bra his credit. Please. What credit am I giving him? You're trying to act like he's just... What? Oh, he's good. You're trying to tell me. No, you're trying to tell us. No, no. You're trying to tell America. Oh, he is. That this oh, dude wow. is... He, he looks so much better because the, the Heat are not as talented. When we watched him mm. for two years, give everybody crazy work. Crazy work. That's why he had yep. back-to-back MVP. You know, I'm standing in solidarity. Yeah. I'm standing I can't stand because I'm too sure. short and I'm okay. attached really to this. Bro, you, you, but otherwise you yes. would. You're, I'm metaphorically standing. You're hating on yeah. Very good. She's right. standing right now. So here's, here's my point. And this is not taking anything away from Jokic. Thank you. I am asking Ridiculous. to consider when we start talking about this as an all-time performance, as one of the most dominating performances that we've seen in playoff history, mm-hmm. to take into consideration the advantage that Jokic has because he has a better team around him okay. mm-hmm. and because the positional matchup that he's had in every series since the Minnesota series sure. has been to his advantage. I got a call. She had a question. Yeah. She had a question. Your hand's still up. Hand's How still up. many championships has a super great player won with a bunch of bumps? Probably none. Okay. Okay. So I don't – they should have a good team. That's why they're in the finals. Yes, Usually, yes, like, yes, the players yes, have good teams team, around them. When your team is decided By the way, this, this team – 
was mostly together for several years, and yeah. they, 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 they weren't that good. Right, bro. They weren't Jokic able to is, win it. And they, Jokic has gotten they have better. Zero, and you got zero all-stars. And you got to update you that. Yeah, it's, uh, if you don't think uh, Jamal Murray's all-star worthy, you can't penalize a star for playing along other, uh, other good players. And we're watching, like, we watch the games, we watch them play the basketball, the sports ball, and he's making them better. Like, we can physically see him make them better but, as sports But can ball. it be a two-way street? Talk to me. No. Can it? He makes them better. They street. make him better. Here's my, here's not, my question. You think not this is, that much this is, better. This is the he's Steph- a, but he's also a back-to-back league MVP in the MVP This is another version year. of the Steph Curry argument. Oh, oh God. Could Steph Curry be Steph Curry without Draymond Green and Klay Thompson? But here's, here's the thing. Could LeBron I, I think, be LeBron James think, without Dwayne Wade and Chris well, Bosh? Here's my thought. Well, LeBron he, yeah, be, he, has right. he has been. But, okay, could LeBron yeah. be LeBron James without Kyrie yeah, Irving and Kevin Love? He didn't win nothing. Could LeBron well, he be? Has he didn't win nothing without no help. Name me a player. No, no, no. She's right. Name me a superstar that won without no help. Who? Well, it depends, how you, define, it depends how you define help. Here, but here's my thought, though, Slick. The question is kind of unnecessary because, like Joy said, LeBron did have D Wade, and then he had Bosch, then he had Kyrie, then he had AD. They really, they really helped Kobe out. Kobe had Shaq. Shaq did have Kobe. Then Kobe had Powell. Tim Duncan had Manu. He had Tony Parker. Steph Curry well, had it's KD. It's a team game. There's five people on the court. So, other players have to be good too. I'm like even like high level. So it's almost as if everybody outside, unless the Detroit Pistons 2004, yeah. uh, Dirk Nowitzki had an aging Jason Kidd and a Jason Terry, okay. and Kawhi had Kyle Lowry. Like those are the only three chips I could say since the turn of the century that you could almost say, well, they didn't have crazy help. Right. Yeah, but Kawhi gets discredited because of the Warriors injuries. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say that. I mean, so you, like, like we can real. find a loophole to make any championship a little bit discredited. We can find one. We can find Maybe every, every single, every single run somebody will have had injuries, or this matchup wasn't the matchup that we wanted to see. I'm not looking to discredit. What you I'm looking just to do then? Trying so. to put it in context. I don't think we need to start ranking because the series isn't over yet, y'all. Oh, this is over. I don't, so I don't here's think my we question. need to start ranking. <laughs> right. When the series is over, we'll have the conversation. Right. And I don't think we need to what start. What time should I call you? We don't need to start historically ranking. I, I'm, I'm with you there. But you gotta acknowledge what Jokic is, is doing. Like he has been the vessel, and we know this Agreed. because we've seen them for years now not get it done. Uh, well, okay, yeah. but they didn't do it. They didn't get it done. And then they added Aaron Gordon, and then Jamal Murray got healthy. All right, listen, can, we, can we just Jr. agree, like, you've got to win championships with other good players, right? Hey, Joe, but, but I'm just saying, do you not want to give them with me? Do you? Quit playing with me. Do you? Because you know it would be insufferable if it goes the other way. And then I don't want to hear nothing. Okay, I won't call you. Probably. first of all, I can text you, though. You're not calling anybody. You're going to text. I'll text you 10 o'clock. Like, it's going to be over at 10. Yeah, you're going to text on the group chat. Laura, for 10 o'clock. 8.15. It'll be here over at 8.15. Confetti with joy. How are you mad at for being tall? I'm not mad at Jokic. I just want to go to break. Probably. I gotta go break. Sure. I'm not yeah. sitting down. I want that hating to get off my seat. <laughs> yeah, stand up. This boy hate. I mean, this boy just hate off me. No, no, no. I'm sitting down. Stand up too. Oh. Sit down. Hey, wait, wait, real quick. Well, you, 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 wait, you ever be at lunch and then somebody you know, like sits down and then you get up? <laughs> yeah. that, you know what I mean? What's going on right now? When we return, we gotta pick who's gonna win. That's next. I'm sitting down. Are you you're standing up? I'm sitting down. Stop being like we don't have when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Force and an eight. We are just a couple hours away from game five. We got to make our predictions. I picked the Nuggets in six, so I got to pick the Heat winning tonight. That's where I'm at. Slick, where you at? You know, I said Nuggets in five. You did say that. <sighs> you know, sometimes you just got to listen. And Slick, you've been wishy-washy, though. Go. You told Joy it was our Heat after game well, two. Well, it's not I can respect the Heat for everything that they've done. I know. <laughs> You're still saying I'm a rat. And why are you still talking shit? Because you guys, because you guys, we sit we sit down, we stand up. Because you guys are sitting. We are not the same. Lori, we know who you're picking, Miami Heat. Yes. Miami Heat got to two five. What time should I text you? Yeah, what, time? <laughs> what time the game starts? I think it starts at five thirty. Five thirty. You're nicer to him when he treats you like that. Eight fifteen. Eight fifteen. I would say eight twenty-five. Shady Bay rarely teases me. So, That's my dog. Now you might yeah. be OG, but so I'm going to text you. Yeah. Like, hey, what you going to say? Um, it was a great season. Yeah. You know, have you guys played. Oh, thanks. You know, hey, good luck next year. You got to say that. Gotta, yeah, good yeah, luck next yeah, year. Good Something luck. to grow on. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Something to grow on. GG's. That's yeah. <laughs> like, good game. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Heat could get a seven footer. If so the Heat win, right. if the Heat win, just tune in for Joy Taylor exclusively. To How are we talk yeah. to you? Nice, cool. Right. And if not. <laughs>